0: 2020 is a year that will go down in history as tumultuous and disheartening. But it didn't have to be this way. Had the right people acted sooner, understanding the signs and listening to the experts, we could have seen the containment and ultimate prevention of a great tragedy. And yet, as we sat down out of a sense of phantom duty to watch the first theatrical outing of Sonic the Hedgehog, we were ultimately unaware of a larger shit about to hit a much bigger fan. Like many pop culture outlets, the Big Damn Cast has been unable to record as planned. Industry news has ground to a standstill and new releases have been postponed across the board. But what if they hadn't? What if the dreaded COVID-19 had been contained? What would the Big Damn Cast sound like then? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's just it's just that he says, i drink your milkshake <laughs> and i was like mate you do that no one says you can't drink from you someone else's straw drink it right up oh i don't know why people don't think of that film as a comedy because it's hilarious it it's
0: is absolutely I've, hilarious i've never had so much fun Watching Paul Dano's head get stoved in by a bowling pin. (laughs) It's just...
1: It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. As is this. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Big Damn Cast. Uh, My name is uh, Christopher. I'm knackered by now, Johnson. (laughs) My name is Matthew. Oh, what a week, Watson. You've been a busy boy, I've been a busy boy, to be fair, Panto's just wrapped up, Panto's just wrapped up, Um, this will be the last Skype edition for a while, folks, I'll be back soon, Uh, no more editing for Mayhew (laughs) No more uh, editing, no
0: more having to fucking manually sync the whole thing up, because for some reason,
1: (laughs) they keep pulling themselves out of sync (laughs) I'm so glad that we only have to do this like a couple weeks a year Yeah God, can you imagine doing it for like nine weeks in a row? Oh. That'd be insane. <laughs> uh, and
0: I'm, I'm, happy,
1: I'm happy to not be pulling monkey fur out of my folds anymore, so that'd be nice. Oh yeah, all that puppeting. Yeah. All the puppeting. Hands up snakes and monkeys, bums. It's been fun. It's been <laughs> fun, uh, But not as fun as what we've been getting up to in the world of the big damn nonsense, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. gee whiz, it's been a bumper one. Yeah, yeah, we've managed to cram in a lot. In fact, this, this is a pretty special episode because it, it marks our very first, I was quite lucky that I managed to fit this into my schedule, to be honest, our very first press screening oh, of a yeah. film. Uh, you might have noticed by the title of the episode, but I've got a certain Marvel film to talk about. So, yeah, I'd recommend very excited. only listen to the first part of, our, of the Black Widow chat um, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet. But if you don't care about spoilers, you Which don't I mind them. Yeah, I, you, you, it's, this is one of those rare occasions where you said, just tell me anything, I've got I got no go for it. He's I either that out. or the
0: episode doesn't go out, so... That's
1: true, okay, to be fair, yeah, it's not like we its not like we have anything to offer if I give a, well, it was good, and that's my review, so, yeah, Quite. spoilers abound. But before we even get to that, our, our triple bill of reviews this week, yes. um, we've yes. got a bit of news, a little bit of news. Yeah, this
0: kind of came out of nowhere, because this film had sort of dropped off my radar. I, <laughs> I think we both wished it
1: had dropped off the planet a little bit. <laughs> But unfortunately, uh, uh, it's, it's a film that's happening, so... Yeah. yeah, remember
0: when Andy Serkis said he's
1: directing Venom 2? I guess they've <laughs> shot it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it's done. It's all done, and post-production uh, is a thing, and Woody Harrelson's wig is hopefully approved okay this time. Now, Venom 2, uh, or the film formerly known as Venom 2, uh, has been part of an announcement this week. They've given the time away. Uh, so we now know that the movie is called... and I <sighs> Go on, hit, hit me with it. This, I know what it is, but hit me with it, because I just want to feel it on my face. It's a blessing and a curse, this title, because <laughs> y- you know that there's going to be people who go, oh, yeah, immediately. And then there are others like myself who've gone, no, but seriously, read it. Read it back and think about what it means. Mm. <laughs> like, what it actually means grammatically. It's mm. stupid. The film is called Venom, colon... Let there be carnage. And I thought it was really Um, weird that they actually put... wrote out the word colon. I thought it was strange... exactly
0: where this movie belongs. I Um, thought it was
1: strange that the font shaped it like a little arse at the end of the the end (laughs) of Venom. No, I kid. I kid. There is no written colon.
0: (laughs) It is the typographical symbol of the colon.
1: There may may be be no colon, but my sphincter tightened when I read it because... (laughs) So, like, you hear exactly you, anyone you we who, The, the layman, the layman who may not be familiar might read that and go, let there be carnage. Oh, right. So it's like, oh, it's going to be bigger, violent in the movie. Nah, it's referencing the supervillain Carnage. carnage. And somewhere out there, neath the pale moonlight in this world right now, Avi Arad just spunked in his car keys, <laughs> knowing. That we've just acknowledged that Venom and Carnage are finally going to be in a movie. I mean, oh, finally. We made no, we made no bones about it. We pulled no punches about Venom when it came out. It was hot garbage. It's garbage. It is absolute garbage. It was so bad. I mean, some people have it in the so bad it's good category, but I've got to say, it's been, it's been what a year and a half since we saw it, and I've had yeah. no desire to go back. The only time I've it.
0: seen it again is when I showed it to keeks and. That was entertaining. And, she, t- and she
1: turned around and went, "Get out, get out, <laughs> get out of the house, get out of the drive. house, drive, leave now." <laughs> and then I put venom on.
0: Hey, hey! <laughs> I
1: was okay, like, no. "I deserve to punish myself." So you, you hit play again and sat there and watched him sit in a lobster tank that he apparently ordered onto set that morning.
0: Yeah, <sighs> that's
1: just. Wouldn't it be great? Sure. would be great if I, if I got in the tank and I ate a lobster? Right. Well, Tom, we need to like. Make I sure wonder t- if got to do some safety checks we've got to take water out we've got to make sure that no let the water spill everywhere right well, we have cameras tom but electricals also have to, tom yeah we have to make sure that the tank is sturdy enough to hold you in there and it's not going to break we need to check with the animal rights people that you know the we're not putting the lobsters that are in the tank in danger and you say you want to eat one we've got to make a prop lobster tom We've you got to make a prop lobster eat, you can't just eat the lobster the prop lobster. Do, take, do, do,
0: do, 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 Take do, the do. lobster out of your mouth. Don't bite down on the lobster. Don't, Tom. Tom, if you bite down on that lobster, no playtime. I wish Pinchy were here to enjoy this. <laughs> do you think Andy Circus is going to be a director who is kept Tom Hardy on a leash, or do you think he can't
1: repress his...
0: Or do you think the spirit of Monkey was irrepressible?
1: <laughs> I think... I think um, I think Andy's out of fucks to give at this point. Fair. Because he's tried so hard to make his passion projects work and they've been shopped and sold and pushed left, right and centre. And I think he took Venom A for the paycheck and B because he is an expert at performance capture. He knows how it works. He knows how to translate a performance through a CGI mask. I mean, he's, he's, one, he's one of the pioneers of the form. So this would be his chance to direct other people mm. again. In doing that, he did it with um, Jungle Book, then Jungle Book Origins, then Mowgli, as it ended up being called. Yeah. Um, and, and that was him directing other people through mocap. The difference there being, it just looked weird. Yeah, <laughs> it looked really strange. I, well,
0: um, I I watched
1: Lord of the Rings again recently, and all the Gollum stuff still holds up really fucking how, well. How do you make the time? Like, you're so busy. How the hell do you make the time to fit the Lord of the Rings trilogy Well, the in great day? thing is the extended versions come on two discs. Ah! So you can like, well, just
0: break them out for bite size. Ah,
1: side A, side B. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, God, I wish I had the free time to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. If I did, I would watch it on repeat for weeks. I absolutely might. I did that when I was when I was young. When I was a
0: younger man. When you were a young I would, lad. I would watch... Um, <laughs> I would just watch Lord of the Rings on repeat while I painted the miniatures. Oh,
1: is that a euphemism? No. No, no, no. Why not? <laughs> oh, devil God. In. Um <laughs> knock knock. What will be the tie in song? Um carnage um causing a ruckus. <sighs> um, I don't give a fuckers. They're oh. gonna they're gonna get
0: POD to do a track.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes, I'm dis- will- gonna get disturbed to do it. <laughs> no, saliva. Oh because it ties in with Venom and Carnage having oh. slobbery Soils. mouths. Soil! Bloody head that's like a that sounded like a Street Fighter character exerted a laser beam. Soil! Soil! <laughs>
0: It the tar- it's gonna be a nickelback song because we are yeah, 200 we episode folks punished.
1: 200 episodes and this is what we've devolved into yep. <laughs> Fuck yeah nickel see nickelback you're right would nickelback song would smell the way i imagine the film is gonna smell well like james franco I mean? looks like he smells yeah it's the same sort of thing you just take a gaze at them and you go oh i can mm. they're not even in the room and i can smell them mm this hmm. is what this is what Venom Let There Be Carnage is like to me. I made a I made I even made a little joke on Twitter taking the piss out of it because I was like, it's just Let There Be Carnage, yeah, it's referencing Carnage, but there's a character in it called Carnage, unless they chicken out. Unless they chicken out and, and do the whole thing of like, oh no, it's you know, we don't name him in the film, but his name's in the title, and it's like bullshit. Own up to it. Own That's exactly up to the it kind of thing that they do. But I, uh, I I just like the idea of, of the title forcibly mentioning a character. So uh, I have I, I attempted a game. If you guys want to join in at home, please do go to Twitter and use hashtag #Venom2TitleGenerator um, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, this this is my this, this these are my suggestions for alternate titles in the style of Venom. Let there be carnage. Okay, uh, Thor, the one with Hulk in it. <coughs> Batman Returns, and also Catwoman. <laughs> Terminator Two. There's two Terminators. <laughs> Star Trek Two: The Wrath of That Guy Called Khan from the show, remember? <laughs> Superman Two—it's
0: a sequel to Space Seed.
1: Yes. Uh... <laughs> Superman 2's odds are popping. Hey. The Dark Knight. You ready? This is my favorite. This okay. is the most. This is the most one. The Dark Knight. The Joker's on you. Oh. Uh, and my pers- my personal just favorite is Fantastic Four: Rise and Shine, Silver Surfer. You're in this movie. Um The Dark Knight lovely... Rises,
0: it's not Robin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight rises and the cops Robin, kinda. Yeah. Dark Knight um... rises, Robin's not in it. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> um lovely Phoenix from Five who fans fame said, Spider-Man 2, it's getting Ock in here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. Hashtag Venom2 title generator. Use that hashtag and let us know what your own Venom title... Venom 2-style titles for genre films are. Spider-Man 3, too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, as you can would... tell, we're excited to see Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, 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 <laughs> we, we can't wait to have to review it for this bloody show when it I'm comes out. I'm excited a... to
0: see the reception for Let There Be Carnage.
1: We we're, we're, come on, we're, we're going to have to go. We have we have Odeon Limitless memberships. Yeah, that, they, they they can't just be cards sat in our pockets burning money. You know what I mean? We've got to use them as we still do. Yeah, uh we'll do it again get on yeah <laughs> uh, October the second, twenty twenty, when Venom let there be Woody Harrelson. Fucking breakneck uh, year, innit? not it? Comes to the Silver Screen. I know well, it doesn't stop. Well, that's the thing. If we're talking Marvel, we're talking Marvel films. We want to see. Mm. And I I got a little bit, I got a little bit lucky. I I pulled a few little press strings with a few friends uh, at a former company I used to work for, um, uh, Hooters, who owed (laughs) me a lot, um, because, you know, I'll be honest, discrimination. I applied, they let me in, and it was only on the third or fourth day that they realized I didn't fit their image, unquote. Listen, I've been cultivating this perky, these perky breasts for 32 (laughs) years. (laughs) let me work in hooters hooters does not mean uh specifically ladies with large breasts it's an owl reference. I know owls. I like owls. Sure. Sure, sure, But all sure, the sure, same, sure. They, they, they owed me one, and they gave me a press pass, so I got to see Black Widow, Fuck the you. first film of Marvel Phase 4, uh, a week. I, hey! I would have taken it if I could, but I it was between Jungle Book shows, and I was still wearing my uh, Monkey King outfit. For I last like, it would
0: be a pain in the ass to get out of Lincoln, because I wouldn't have the car, because Keeks was working.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, well, hey, there's all the trains running. You could have got on a train at some point. But to be fair... to be He's fair, to get a train from racking around here. It's one of the fucking ticket machines haven't been nicked from the station. <laughs> That's very true. It happened true. to me once. <laughs> I
0: had to get on a fucking... Uh, at Moorside. And the ticket machine had been nicked. And then I got picked up by the conductor for not having a ticket. So the ticket like, machine had been nicked! Yeah, someone had stolen all the ticket and stuff. So, the, so there was no one at the station. And then the, the, the fucking... Um, Conductor pulled me up for not having a ticket. I'm like, I came from Moss. He had to fucking talk to his supervisor to fucking verify that there was no ticketing machine at Moorside.
1: Oh, my God. What did he say in the end? He was like, oh, oh, sorry about that. I guess there was no way you could actually buy a ticket from your designated station.
0: No, I was grumpy about it because he couldn't find me.
1: Yeah, oh, God. Well, just be glad you didn't come because there was only one seat uh, on the docket and you would have just sat on my lap. Mm. Um. It was simultaneously, that's the reason I'm sad you didn't come. <laughs> um,
0: Wait, who would have been sitting on whose lap? Well. Because <laughs> that would change the whole dynamic. <laughs>
1: that's well, well, I was wearing monkey pants, so. Let me tell you. And then. I, <laughs> if it the wrong bab- way around, there would be carnage. <laughs> if it was the wrong way around, you would have put it in my baboon's bum. Right, oh. so. Um, <coughs> someone, someone oh, say God. the right way around. Uh, anyway. Oh, Warning can't. again. Yeah. Well, the basics. We'll get give you the basics now. Basic feelings and vibe about the movie. But then we're into spoiler territory. Now this is this. It will be out in time for the press embargo uh, to be lifted. So hey, don't don't say we didn't warn. you. It's going to be spoilers. Matt has agreed to put up with spoilers.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I'm taking
1: anyone on the chin for y'all. I'm still I'm still saving a few details. I'm not going to give everything away. But here is here is the the official. Walt Disney Studios motion pictures approved uh, synopsis, right? Right, right, give it to me. Following the events of Captain America Civil War, Natasha Romanoff finds herself alone and forced to confront a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Romanoff must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. Right, I I need to know
0: one thing before we start. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you... If you can't answer it without giving me spoilers, don't worry about it. We'll get to that. Okay. Where
1: does this take place in the Marvel timeline? It does take place after Civil War, but knowing what we know later does play a role in what we see in this movie. So there's stuff that only works for us, the audience, that the characters don't realize the weight of.
0: Oh, right. Okay. uh, Okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely uh like th- watch it after you've watched everything else if you can, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely, definitely don't worry yourself too much about like uh, whether it's two in the past two or whatever. It's definitely after Civil War is when it takes place. Um, so I guess the thing I would ask is yeah, the other thing I would ask, and again, this might be difficult to
0: answer without spoilers. Is no it? Is it still a worthwhile journey to go on, knowing what we, where, know. where, what we know about what happens to Natasha in the future?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yes. It is. It, it definitely is, and it's. I know. Obviously, there was a lot of controversy about Marvel taking their sweet ass time to do a female-led movie in the series. Yeah, like um, this this should have come out like five years ago. But I feel as far as well, that's the thing. As far as Natasha's story is concerned, I think this is the right time based on the story we get. Okay. Um, like it's, I think after the events of the most recent film she was in, uh, this story works at its best because of that. If that makes sense, like yeah, it's, yeah, okay. We've we've seen how we've seen how one part of her story concludes, and now we're going back to learn how another part of her life was wrapped up. Um, keeping it vague but stuff we've seen in the trailers uh, the yes. <clears throat> the red room plays a big part the uh, the the, um, the, red rum. the red room the <laughs> red room the red room the sort of the, the the brainwashing conditioning hub that creates the black widows it turns yeah. young women into vicious soldiers uh, the program is being is being run to this day unbeknownst to her uh, by a sinister figure known as the taskmaster mm-hmm um a mysterious figure who publicly as you'll notice every source so far does not reveal who is playing the role we have had theories i will get to it in spoilers cool um cool. she meets up with uh, yelena belova who is another black widow played by florence Pugh. um she also goes by black widow the film it gets a little bit confusing because a few characters go by black widow including rachel weiss who is melina vostokoff cover, v- I think, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's double F, but I think they go for the Vs, uh, as, as it, don't we all. <laughs> Ru- <laughs> oh. Russian Skeeneminsky. Um, yes, <laughs> Rachel Skeen-Weisenstein. Um, Rachel Weisz is, is also Black Widow. Um, they team up with uh, uh, Alexi Red Guardian, played by David Harbour, woop, who woop, woop. is... Uh, yeah, he's definitely... He, mm, he makes some choices in this that are pretty, pretty fun. I, I, that's stuff I'll save for you. But, yeah, uh, there's a few tidbits he, I want to talk uh, about. Because David but... Harbour's my boy. Yeah, but I uh, uh, even uh,
0: forgive him for Hellboy. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it was it, it, his fault. It his fault. Um,
0: if anything, it was in spite
1: of him. <laughs>
0: yeah, <I love laughs> but Hellboy, Hellboy was such a
1: fucking mess. <laughs> um, uh, the director uh, Kate Shortland and, and David Harbour have, have talked quite openly about how um, the character of Red Guardian is. Sort of based on a combo Philip Seymour Hoffman from The Savages, yeah. and Ricky Gervais from The Office. Um, which, when I read that interview going in, I was like, "Why?" Ricky Gervais always rings alarm bells, but that's because he likes the attention. Um... Yeah, well, I, I, they said they said in the interview. Hang on, I've got the source here. They said in the interview, it's from a. Hang on, let me highlight it. Which yes. Empire Empire interview? They said that the uh, the comedy comes out of the the real domestic need. So I kind of. I, I I can absolutely see how that works. Yeah, I get the yeah. sense from the trailers that there's a sort of family dynamic going on there, which is quite... Mm-hmm. Which and quite and also how Cap is very much a likeable every... Uh, Red Guardian in this is... is They're going for the likeable everyman thing, but less a, a figure of... You know, a figure of, of uh, uh, to rally behind, a patriotic figure. More of a illusion of that, and then the real man and dealing with the weight of it all. You told me
0: that <laughs> Captain America's a, a fucking relatable everyman. Have you seen? Have you
1: seen the size that's of Chris cake. Evans' chest in that film? You know the sweater he wore <laughs> in um, Knives Out. It's not a sweater; they just painted it on. Yeah, that's why it looks so <laughs> big and comfy. Um, and Chris Evans go. is if so I, big If I could have him, have him in front of me right now, I would go up to. Him. I'd give Aww. him a big hug. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. You know. I, there is no way if I was in the same room as that man. I would be able to, like, distance from him in some way, I'd never be able to do that. I'd you know, have to be... Just gently, just yeah. get right up close to him and just gently reach around, and cup his
0: yeah. right cheek and say, It is
1: American. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but now
0: it's mine.
1: Uh, well, before this gets too creepy, uh, my recommendation is, anyone who enjoys the... <sighs> Well, this is the first this is the first Sorry, sorry, this is, this I just got the, lost. This is the first I got uh, lost the it. first <laughs> behind a paywall on OnlyFans edition of the big damn cap. <laughs> <laughs> um uh big damn cap. Uh I I recommend it. Ooh. It's it's it is really bloody good. The action is intense. The uh the choreography for the fight scenes is brilliant, it's very winter soldier esque. Scarlett Johansson Well, they've not made a duffer yet, have they, let's be honest. No, true, but like like it's I uh, had a slight worry with this because Black Widow has such a distinct fighting style I was like are they gonna is it just gonna be full of that and the answer is yes mm. but they don't make it boring uh there's one bit in particular where it's like oh it's just a really good use of like the, the Black Widow choreography um uh thrills chills all kinds of spills I I recommend it uh, I don't wanna say I don't wanna say too much more because anyone who doesn't want spoilers go out and watch it now go and see it when it comes out um uh, what day are we are now on now? So we're, on the, we're recording this on the 22nd mm-hmm. uh press embargo will be up by the 24th when this episode is around uh so the film comes out on uh first on May 1st which is a
0: that's pretty bold having a week embargo I guess they're not too worried about spoilers then
1: yeah well I think it's more I think it's more a fact that like they know the tickets are sold on this one like people are gonna go and see it immediately. Yeah. Um, on, it's Friday, Friday, May the 1st. So they're not even getting box office take from the days before. Um, but as we said, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Here we Ruddy, go, folks. Just a few details. I, I took notes. I took notes in oh, the screen. I felt professional. I smuggled the pad in with my, uh, with my monkey All right, knees. Hit me with some, uh, <laughs> choice cuts. I'm ready. I'm kay. ready. Some prime <laughs> Prime Black Widow spoiler warning! Spoiler warning for Black Widow, the movie that is Embraced. out My next week, ready. May the first. Here we go. Uh, so this first off, this is this is Scarlett's finest hour. Um, she's absolutely tuned into Natasha like never before. Well, it's been for
0: so long, yeah, that's to be expected.
1: Well, she she's finally nailed it. She's nailed the part to a T, which is perfect timing because she's dead now. So <laughs> I think if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, do it. You know, wait, wait, before, wait! By the time you Widow
0: or Scarlett Johansson—is there something we don't know about going on? Oh, do they, I don't, do I they, don't they know. kill Scarlett Johansson on screen at the end of this? It's like, okay, no, no, she's no! Dead Scar-
1: now. You're not going to be seeing her again. No, Scarlett Johansson is absolutely out okay. there, out in the world. The way you she's not, that would worry not, me a little bit. There's nothing out there in the world that wants to harm Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she's not going to get shot. Or or, or bludgeon. She's definitely. She's not going to succumb to some form of horrendous disease. Mm. Like she's fine, Matt. She's okay. fine, uh, and she's damn fine in this movie. Um, you know the bit in the trailer on the bridge with the fight with Taskmaster. Is that she's in the white outfit? Oh uh, no, pre that, pre that it's, okay. uh, with the rolled over the rolled over jeeps. Um, it's an early set piece. Takes place in the bridge on the highway. It involves, uh, and we were talking about this in the Q and A afterwards. Um. The most car crashes achieved through practical effects in any movie scene ever, which is pretty damn impressive. Practical car crashes. And the second most shattered windshields in any scene ever put to film. Who's have, counting these things? Well, you know, uh, Guinness. They have to keep track of this stuff. Obviously, well, it's, this is... it's only the second most after the Muppet movie because they also, went through I a lot.
0: All that product placement from Audi. They've got yeah. something with all those spare cans. Well
1: that's the thing, they they stressed that a lot. The cars were Audi, but the windshields were Toyota. Um <laughs> which is why they were shattered. They didn't intend for them to shatter as much as they did in the sequences. It was just poor product. Yeah, yeah. They said uh they said because again it was the it was the second most wind windshield shattered in a film after uh the Muppet movie from the seventies. They, they they call it Fozzieing. Um <laughs> if if the windscreen windshield shatters on the first roll, it's called Fozzieing. Famously, after the uh, the uh, event during the shooting of the Muppet movie, Dude. where where Frank Oz didn't wear a seatbelt, <laughs> and and <laughs> from his chair under the chair, and and the car barreled just slightly to the left, and he rolled right over, and uh, he he yeah he went straight through the windshield, which what is partially is why it's funny. It's funny because what people most people don't know is before that film went out, Fozzie Bear sounded more sort of like hi i'm fuzzy bear and he damaged his larynx when he went through the windshield now he's like ah that's just the noise he makes when he exhales and it was all because of an injury on that film (laughs) um audi made a big point of reiterating that to us actually that the toyota windshields were inferior but uh i don't think that has much effect on the movie itself the scene on the bridge itself was really really good just lots um, of shattering windshields. Lots of shattering windshields. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh stuff that doesn't work. Florence Pugh is not great in this. Really? Yeah. Florence, see Florence is. I'm trying to think what I've seen her in most recently. That is shocking. Because I've bash. seen her in Midsummer. I've not seen Midsummer
0: yet. But I've seen yeah. her in uh, Little Women and she was fabulous.
1: Yeah, oh no, she's great. She's great in Little Women. She she is brilliant. What was it? Fighting with my family. Fighting with my family, I saw her in Yeah, keeps she- seeing
0: seen that. I've not seen it. Apparently she's, it's real, real good.
1: She's brilliant in it, but she's not She's not great in this. It. It's it's not mm, it's not hard to figure out why, but it it I, to Kate. We, we talked before in the podcast. We talked about how like uh, Gal Gadot needed the direction of Patty Jenkins to unlock Wonder Woman properly. Like Zack yeah. Snyder just didn't know. And and I Zach, think that's also
0: a script thing as well. Because oh yeah, that fucking like, script's bullshit.
1: Snyder it? and Whedon don't unlock her the same way in justice league either but patty jenkins absolutely unlocks her in in that and and it looks like she will do in wonder woman 84 which is out in like what two months oh, which It's going to be amazing yeah. um but she uh she managed to unlock a performance from her i don't think kate shortland managed to do the same with florence Pugh. i think there's definitely a good role there but the problem is she keeps like florence pew is quite a petite lady and you yeah. have to believe, like Scott Jansen is. Scott Jansen is like five four five five. You have to believe that that person is an intimidating physical presence in any fight scene. Like they've got to carry themselves a certain way. And Pew just keeps kind of shattering the illusion because every time she fires a gun, she keeps going Florence Pew 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 <laughs> in every shot. <laughs> Why the which, fuck did they keep that in? <laughs> that's what I thought, but I think I think I think it was a stylistic choice because she can't like you can't dub it with anything. Like she's doing it in every in every shootout, regardless of how it's shot, no matter what the shot is from her front, from the back, into cutting. Florence Pew's looking down the barrel of the camera, and saying Florence Pew 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 every time. And I'm starting to think she only got the role because they saw the enthusiasm when she did the audition, and they were like, "Oh, this is great." She's Florence Pew Pugh, Pew Pugh, Pewing, and then she brought it into the movie, and it really sucks because like you wanna, you kind of wanna imagine that she is Yelena Bolova. Uh, there's a thing that actors do. Where they convince you they're playing another person, and I don't think would, I don't think that worked. Every time she looked down the bottom of the camera and said, "Florence Pugh,
0: Pugh, my name is Florence Pugh." Would you say that the the character is more Elena Belunder whelming I don't get it. Okay. Um. So do you think do you think
1: all the Foley budget went on Foley and all the fozzy in? Uh, yeah. I mean, you've got a you've got a. You've got to fuzzy that. You got to fuzz that fuzzy. You got to mm. fuzz the. Fu- it's called fuzz the fuzzying. Um, when you when you blend out sound effects, uh, the the term was coined when uh, when Frank Oz uh, famously during the filming of the Muppet movie transported his entire body in a, in a mild roll through a Toyota windshield. Um, mm. uh, it's a fact not many people know about that actually. It's it's quite a new fact. Uh, it's it's uh, doing the rounds here on the interwebs. Um, Should have got me on that film. I'd have followed the shit out of it. You would have fuzzied that fuzz up right up. Yeah. you would have fuzzed it a good a gooden in a way. Um, uh, our running theory on previous podcasts, uh, yes. I know a lot of people are wondering whether or not we're actually gonna, we've got this, but uh, hey, our running theory about Rachel Weisz turning out to be Taskmaster is, uh, not true. Ooh. We were wrong on that one. Uh, be we fair, I wrong. wasn't, uh, that, you
0: were more <laughs> keen on that than I was. I yeah. was like,
1: mm. But I think, I think Rachel must have heard us because apparently she's developing a Taskmaster tribute act as part of the promotional tour. Oh, because oh. you, you've seen him on the talk shows last couple of weeks over here and, and and in the states and that, but they're about yeah, to yeah, yeah. hit Europe and Asia over the few weeks doing all uh, the press tour stuff. She tried it out on um, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last night, and no, oh, always a it, it, of it went down a storm because there was a lot of laughter, but that was mostly from Fallon because he's a shit host and he nervous laughs, laughs at everything everyone ever says. Um, he's he's all he's, he's truly awful. He's he's a garbage entertainer and. He was on SNL back when he was in the cast, and I'm, I'm surprised people give him shows. He's also in the worst ride at uh, Florida's uh, Universal Studios, uh, which I'm definitely going back to in September. I'm definitely going that, there, and I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Is that uh, a ride, or did Jimmy Fallon just lure you into a dark room it, it, and touch you in inappropriate places? That would have been a better ride than the Jimmy Fallon ride. <laughs> There's an actual ride where you like it's like a go kart thing through New York, and it's 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 called something like the Tonight Show with Fuckboy the Sticks. I can't remember. Hang on, let me see what it's called because you 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 are half in disbelief that this exists, aren't you? I'm half in disbelief that anything you say is true. <laughs> it's totally true. It's totally true. Where the hell? Hang on. Uh, Universal. I've got to get the name of the ride because it's true. It's absolutely true uh orlando here we go i'll pull it up it's a real ride and i hate it <laughs> i rode it once and i will not be riding it again later this year i'll be actually avoiding it It replaced a twister uh um uh, attraction that was about like recreating what it'd be like in the special effects for that film race through new york starring jimmy fallon it's oh, awful yeah. it's awful it's the it's the second worst ride there actually after fast and the furious supercharge which is dreadful although jimmy hasn't... fallon and race two things i always put together <laughs> though it hasn't scuppered my excitement for uh fast and furious 9 which is out in like what two weeks which is gonna be amazing fucking co- juggernaut. I, I, seriously i i know we have our thing with those films but that trailer's got me so excited like i couldn't i couldn't wait another year to see that i am well, also i did a little bit of vin
0: diesel catching up this week which i'll tell you about after we finish talking about Black oh Widow.
1: yeah oh yeah sorry okay so um last couple of things uh so uh hands down best moment in the film is yeah. is when Red Guardians fight in which is which is a Ray Winston's character. Okay, um, okay. Uh, who's a pirate cat, um, and he sings about being a cat on the Thames, which is great. Um, so that was like, are we, are we saying that this is part of the, the Marvel Cats
0: universe? No, this is a
1: different universe because you can see his butthole. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, okay, yeah, so they, the, okay. To the, put the, the proof of the butthole is in the eating. All right. Yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, Red Guardians fighting uh, Drakov. Uh, on the mountainside and he kicks him over the ledge and it's fucking hilarious. He kicks him over the ledge and it's like close on Albert's face and he goes, take a hike, Mike. And it's just, oh man, it is but the best. Is
0: it? Is it? Is it funnier because he's doing it in his big beardy Russian accent? He doesn't do it in the accent. That's the he best thing He just does part. it in David Hab. He just does it in his own voice. Who was fucking mixing this film? Like, sir,
1: I feel like the sound mix is fucked up. I think I think they should get an Oscar to be honest. I, I, there's some unique choices. Remember the trailer that, blah, like music thing. Yeah, that's just the noise that the scene changes make. Okay, but then eventually, also oh, it's
0: like the it's like the the symbol transitions in the Transformers cartoon.
1: Yeah, or the soft wipes in in Star Wars. But uh, eventually, they stop using it for the scene transitions. They start using it for every shot transition. <laughs> um, it's kind of good. It sort of lulls you in in a way. It's very trance-like. If a trance was like. <laughs> Something you could experience while like, you had a box on your head and someone was hit in the box. So we um, say this is probably the most experimental Marvel film to date. Well, a you don't get more, exper- more experimental than this. Spoilers, spoiler, spoiler warning, guys. Uh, okay, okay. Taskmaster's identity is revealed. Okay. And this is bold as fuck. It's Natasha from After the Events of Endgame. Fuck off. So... Which all is right, why, which is right. why he set this, this up. This is why the watch order is is essential. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. so turns out after the events of Endgame, after the Soul Stone's return to its rightful time and place, yeah, uh, they don't go into that because obviously she doesn't know that. But Natasha arrives in 2016, sees what's happening, understands where she is, and she tries to prevent the Natasha of the present, the Black Widow Natasha, yeah, from ever reaching the events of Endgame. Because she knows that a it won't change the course of history, like it's not going to change things. You okay. know, it's not going to affect time because you know, Back to the Future is horseshit. That film made a big point out of that. Um, and she won't have to lose all of her friends because she won't be around. She's like, there's too much red in your ledger. I'm taking you out. You don't deserve the heartbreak. We're going off the. We're taking you off the table now. Problem is, and it takes her a while to realize this. She doesn't realize she'll have to stick around to see the events happen herself, anyway, because everyone's just going to assume she's Natasha. And after mm. the credits, after the credits, they confirm because there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a. I won't say how the film ends exactly, but there's there's definitely a thread because okay. after the credits, we get uh, Natasha Romanoff, so not Black Widow. Natasha Romanoff will return in Avengers Endgame two, Endgame again. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see an alternate Fuck. cut end game oh. where it's that natasha and we the viewers will know but no one else will um of course with it being natasha versus natasha in the final set piece it the armor comes off because obviously after the reveal that she's tasked yeah the yeah. Armor's off um uh, uh, and she's she's in the gray catsuit with the spider on the belly with the short cropped hair oh wow they're going all the way comics like why not? From late 80s, early 90s comics. At, at, at one point, our Natasha is in disguise and she's just dressed in that like hideous sort of I'm a femme fatale dress that she was in when she was supposed to in Daredevil. Oh, with the fishnets and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because uh, in that scene she interacts with Charlie Cox, but he's not playing Daredevil. He's playing his character from that Neil Gaiman thing. Um. So... Uh, uh, this is fucking bonkers are you telling me Disney have gone mad with power well they went for it because here's the thing they've spent the majority of the money here on the Natasha v Natasha fight they achieved it through a mix of your standard double shooting so like you obviously got Scarlett Johansson shooting one way and Scarlett Johansson shooting the other way Um, but to do it their stunt double is wearing what is a new thing they've been developing a new technology yeah which is called digital Scarlett Johansson technology where they map around right. the stunt actor's body an exact sort of likeness of Scarlett Johansson, um, which is phenomenal because yeah. essentially anyone can then play Scarlett Johansson. Uh, although they did extensive, they were saying this in the Q and A. Um, Kate, the director, said that they did extensive editing work to like sort of rub out what looked like a butthole on the back where the 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 costume, the digital yeah, costume, comes be, together. That would be embarrassing because you a, wouldn't want an entire film of scally Hansen's butthole no this isn't the psycho no. remake you know no. we don't we don't want an anh <laughs> right up in our faces uh, but the fight itself is i mean it's you've got to think with these films have ended with big alien invasions and like spider-man fighting an army of drones this can't be this can't be anything to top that <laughs> But the way they do it is through the sheer choreography of it all. Yes, it's to Scarlett Johansson's fighting, but it, of course, eventually just turns into that classic Black Widow style, right? Because they're mimicking each other. It's the Taskmaster technique of mimicking. And that's why she can mimic Natasha so well, because she is Natasha. And it ends up, you you know, the brilliant thing, the flip that she does, that she starts out in Iron Man 2... Oh, yeah, yeah. With, like, she's got her thighs around someone's face and she kind of, like, just trying to, you know, twist them to the floor, knocks yeah. them over. And and that move crops up in the films, like, throughout the movies. Like, she does yeah. it to that guy in the interrogation scene at the start of Avengers and, and you know. Um, classic, classic Black Widow move. It, it sort of devolves as a brilliant moment where it turns into that where they're both doing it to each other. So, essentially, they're just, like, scissoring each other's faces for an it's entire... A, it's a Black Widow helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Like, d- just face... Between thighs, never-ending spit. I can't really remember much about how that fight ends, but I did. I did need to change my underpants. Um, All right. it was you know That's it was. I I don't know why. Completely unrelated. I think, but um, but yeah, it's. I didn't think it could top the conclusion to Endgame, but it, it it gets there. Uh, they wow. fit. I mean, in conclu- If you can't tell already, guys, I recommend going to see Black Widow it's brilliant if you stuck around for the spoilers we warned you but there they are um they, they fit in so much action character development uh the spectacle is it's amazing they fit so much into it which is impressive considering the whole thing was only 15 minutes long so i recommend it and i think people go and see black widow when it comes out on may the 1st 2020 2020 go get it in your eyes between your thighs. 2020, one of the biggest
0: years for movies so far in the pop culture landscape. You, it's you been cannot a real stop fucking... the movie train.
1: You can't stop it. Yeah, it's nothing could stop it. You know, not in this economy. Uh, no. So we've, we've,
0: it's just been release after release after release after release. The cinemas must be fucking laughing their faces off.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of uh, the post-credit but... scene, is uh, is uh, Robert Downey Jr. rolling around in cash, laughing his face off? <laughs>
0: Is that just a little glimpse into what Iron Man was doing between Civil War and, and Infinity War?
1: Oh no, they explicitly say in a subtitle, "Robert." Meanwhile, at Robert Downey Jr.'s mansion, <laughs> and he's he's he's, he's Scrooge McDuckin because he leaps into the cash, but he's also Scrooge McDuckin because he's just wearing a dinner jacket. Oh, Okay, oh, yeah. all right, yeah, that's now, my that's that's, that's i waiting to see. That's my release the butthole cut. Double standards for censorship, though,
0: because. Censoring the Johansson butthole, but leaving in the Downey Jr.
1: butthole. Well, the, the difference is one of them is a digital accidental butthole, and the okay. other one is pure uncut RDJ Jr. So we're only censoring RDJ Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Jr.
0: <laughs> RDJ <laughs> Um Who so shot Jr.
1: Fake buttholes, but not yeah. real buttholes. Come on, Matt. Jesus. Come on. Okay.
0: <laughs> so that's my right, window, buttholes... guys.
1: Go see it. Go see it. From buttholes to bullet holes. That is the best transition the show has ever had.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it's almost, here in episode
1: 200. Hey! Almost like it was
0: planned. Um, like, <laughs> so I did a bit of catching up because as you mentioned, we've got Fast and Furious 9 coming up. And, yeah. Um, I've, I've always been sort of partial to the movies of one Vinwood Diesel. <laughs> Vinewood <Vanwood> Diesel. Vinewood Diesel. Yeah. He's got a bit of nerd cred because he's one of the he's one of those like I'm a big manly movie guy, but he's also a huge nerd. Like he's big into Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm a big manly movie guy. There's rumours he's also big into like Warhammer, um, and that would make him. And Henry Cavill's recently been talking about being a big Warhammer head. So (laughs) a Warhammer head is that the official name? A Warhammer head, yeah, because he's always posting i started following him on her instagram because he's always posting weird stuff like this is what i'm working on and one of them was just like yeah bit of time between movies so i'm just painting an adeptus custodes army <laughs> and i was like all right cool there's this little thing in britain called games workshop it's like all right henry so that puts him in the that would put vin diesel in the illustrious company of uh, henry cavill and uh, robin williams yeah robin williams is robin williams a big, guy big warhammer guy yeah um but yeah, so he's kind of got that nerd cred and also the sort of mainstream cred of being an egg in a vest. Yeah, so
1: he, he is. He is the
0: vestiest egg we know. So I went back and checked out a movie that we missed from earlier this year, which is Sony Pictures adaptation of uh, the Valiant Comics Bloodshot. Yeah, which I mean, did well enough. It's in its, what, like eighth consecutive week in the cinemas. The fact that I was still able to see it with all the stuff that's been coming out has been is really impressive.
1: The fact like, that it had most of people, the screens at our local Odeon, though, was a testament, I think. Yeah. I mean, people have really latched onto it, which is mm. weird because it's a bit crap. <laughs> oh,
0: really? No, no, it's not crap. It's just... It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. But then, I guess people just like mediocre stuff because, you know, it goes down easy and everyone went to see fucking Venom and that was terrible. So That's I guess true. Sony's <laughs> just become the watchword in mediocre films. You <laughs> love them? Come see them. Um but <laughs> you
1: love them. We're forcing them on you.
0: We love them. Please take them. We don't know what to do with them. Please take them away from us. <laughs> take um, my wife. But... Take her, please. <laughs> <laughs> but Valiant Comics have been trying to get their properties on film for fucking years. And yeah. this one in particular has been in development since 2012.
1: Christ, um, alive that long?
0: Uh to the point where in 2017 Uh, Nobody's Friend and Yours, Jared Leto, was attached to starring the title role. That would have been a very different movie, let me tell you. He would have been a skinny Um, little boy. Yeah. started with that. He's a little... (laughs) He's a little uh, uh, pedophile. Uh, Twink. Um, (laughs) All of the above. Uh, (laughs) Those two things are not related, let's be honest. Um, So... For those of you who don't know about oh God. Um, Bloodshot,
1: <laughs> don't bloodshot worry, he's... don't worry. He's not going to hear this. He's not going to hear no. this. Apparently, he's away on a meditative retreat, so he's oh, not. Okay. He's not going to get wind of this. I wish he'd fucking stay there. Um, God, Ima- imagine if he came back out though. And the first thing he heard was some horrible news about how we'd been talking about him. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd funny. Be really,
0: that'd be really tough for him. That'd be a really tough emotional journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Jared. So this this is finally. Uh, sort of been birthed <laughs> been birthed um, beautifully put beautifully it's... put so bloodshot how to describe bloodshot <laughs> um, <laughs> without swearing <laughs> yeah no we don't worry about swearing on this show so bloodshot <laughs> is kind of like to put it in a nutshell it's like the punisher but wolverine without the claws Okay. So the oh. whole con- the whole concept is is and you'll have seen you'll have seen the key art and uh, also the, the art of the co- character from the comics. He's like fucking gray white skinned with black hair, red eyes and a red dot on his chest, like a big yeah. red like the flag of Japan. Not a Japanese character. Um and so he's this military it, stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> he's a military man
1: he's a military man
0: (laughs) him and his family are killed and then he's brought back and used as a tool as a super soldier by some clandestine organization but he seeks to break free of his control
1: that sounds like the most original thing ever. And I, don't, I, I, fucking... I want you to cast aside your aspersions. It's pretty fucking generic. Um, <laughs> there's not
0: much that this particular version of the story does to sort of... Um, what's the word? Distinct... Uh, sort distinct. of um, uh, uh, set itself, apart. So distinguish, yeah, set itself distinguish. apart. Distinguish. Distinguish. That's the word I'm looking for. I can't speak. <laughs> um, distinguish itself... Um, from, like, various takes on this story. I mean, it's based on a fairly derivative comic book. Um, I've not read much Valiant stuff, so I'm only vaguely aware of what their characters are, but some of them are fucking wild. Like, really out there stuff. Like, Exo Manowar is about an 5th century fucking Visigoth who discovers a suit of alien armour and then wakes up in the modern day as a fucking super soldier superhero. Um, Archer and Armstrong is about a guy r- r- raised in a Religious uh, order as an assassin who then meets a fucking ten thousand year old immortal, and they go on zany adventures together. And then Bloodshot is just like, oh, this guy got killed and then brought back to life, and I guess he can heal and he's immortal. So yeah, there's that. It's like okay, fine, whatever. He's um, he's
1: he's fleshy Robocop. Yeah, it's fleshy Robocop
0: basically. <laughs> Shit, Wolverine. <laughs> um, Wolverine is the best description of anything ever. <laughs> so here we've got we've got Vin Diesel. As uh, uh, with a name so generic that I can't even remember it, what's he fucking called? Human Humanson. Uh, Ray Garrison. Mister Family. Ray Garrison. Uh, <laughs> he's on holiday with his wife. Some dude bursts in, um, talking about the mission that Ray just got back from, and then kills them both. He wakes up in a lab, um, no. belonging to the to the improbably named Rising Spirit. Uh, company, um, which is at various times in the film made out to be either a real company or a government agency, okay. and sort of interchangeably, it's both of those things. <laughs> like, this is a tech company, but we work for the government, but we're a tech company and we've got shareholders, but also we're doing government things and we're part of the government. So, there's it's not, and there's sort of a ragtag crew of other sort of operatives, and he's brought back. And he's told, oh, we've given you, we put put machines in your blood. And I'm thinking, is this Metal Gear fucking solid? And so, <laughs> so he's going, <laughs> so apparently he can just like heal. Oh. He's super strong and he can heal from any injury, basically. But he's only got a limited charge. So they send him on this mission to be like, right, we found who you killed, you killed you and your wife. So go and take him out. Does that. And then you've seen all this in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. Mm. Does that. And then, ooh, he wakes up again. It's like, oh, do, 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 does the whole spiel again. And the, and the audience is thinking, no, this is, he's just done this. But then he's like, oh, we found the person who killed you and your wife, and it's a different person. So, you know, you've got your thing there. And wouldn't you would you believe it? I would. Again, this is all in the fucking trailers. <laughs> it's a fake memory. <laughs> what? So it turns no. out that, you know, they keep telling him different people murdered his wife, so he breaks free and... Uh, goes on the run and starts looking for the truth but mm. he's got to find ways to keep himself fucking charged up so they borrow more than a little bit from crank too high voltage in that sense but they're nowhere near as fun with it because this film takes itself too fucking seriously and um you know the old thing of oh we only make the comic book characters look like uh the, they're doing the comic books right at the very end of the movie boom even though he's all over the posters with his pale skin and red chest guess what you don't see till right at the very end of the fucking movie pale, pale skin, skin and red chest red chest but yeah. off. Um,
1: Do you see his cock?
0: N- <laughs> only in shadow. It's like that Batman comic that came out a couple of years back that they had to uh, edit.
1: Ah, so, big old dong. But he yeah. does
0: spend most of the time fully dressed. But unusually, I think it's a brave choice. Yeah, doesn't wear a vest for Vin, which oh. I think is a brave choice for Vin Diesel. um
1: That's sort of like that is his rider.
0: Yeah, like, he's like, I just want a vest.
1: How is he pain for this? I don't
0: know. Well, it's a first time feature. So I guess he went easy on the director because this is the first feature for David S.F. Wilson. Oh, that's why. A... That's why.
1: Yeah. They're, uh, they're like a brother in law or something. Okay. And he'll, he'll do whatever, whatever it takes for family. Ah, oh, family. The family. Um, so, yeah, uh, from a
0: screenplay by Jeff Wadlow and Eric Caseria. Eric Caseria has done some good stuff. Uh, Jeff Wadlow, I don't even know. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's fairly generic, sort of, like, John Wick, but he, his face grows back when it gets blown off,
1: you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's just, it, it's... The, 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 the charm of John Wick is that he could die at any moment, like, and yeah. and, 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 and not the charm, but like, the, the thrill of it is that he is a mortal man. Yeah. Whereas here, it's just Vin Diesel yeah. playing He's Vin fairly, Diesel again. Like, there the is thing. that sort
0: of ticking clock of, oh, when are you going to run out of charge? But it turns out that they put, like, a USB stick in his belly button. Ah! <laughs> Oh, the classic USB belly button. So there could be like a neat little bit of body horror there. Yeah. It's like, oh, am I more machine than man? But no, it's just quite a clean sort of um, jack, and you can just sort of plug into any wall socket. Um, (laughs) There is a slight bit of uh, jeopardy in that they're still running USB micro,
1: and Uh, everything is USB-C or lightning, so like,
0: getting the cables is is tricky, and that's sort of like, oh, it's going to have to come for us because we're the only ones who've got the outdated tech, but... You know, thanks to the European Union, because a lot of it's set in Europe, which is odd for an American action movie, but um, thanks to the European Union, he's uh, sort of limited in trying to get hold of a fucking cable that he can charge from. But once he does that, like, all
1: jeopardy is removed from the film. Um, is that what the pouches are for? For, for the, the the ports for the plugs, we can have a European he- a head for the plug or, an, or a, a... Yeah, a, like, it's, yeah. It's not, it
0: doesn't really carry a lot of stuff. Like, he's just got his one big gun... Yeah, which he which he's named after his wife. Um, she's called Gina Bloodshot, and <laughs> yeah, he just has that, which never seems to run out of ammo. Yeah. Um, and then his his pouches are just like fucking mains adapters, because he burns through his fucking. The more he heals, the more he burns through his charge.
1: Oh, I see. So it's like it's an end, so, It's an endless. It's it's such so crank in a way. So yeah,
0: yeah. It, is, it does borrow a lot from crank too, but it does. It is a case of, uh, it means a lot of the, the film sort of takes place in and around coffee shops. So I think I think Starbucks paid a fair bit of money for some fucking product big, placement. Big
1: old it. sponsor shape. Yeah. Oh, I didn't... is that why he did that advert? It's been doing the rounds on YouTube this week. There's a pre-roll. That advert where what is, is the thing glows red on his chest. It's got the little Starbucks like...
0: Like yeah, Greek, uh, the, the, siren. the siren. siren, siren, it's called. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. And when yeah. He, and he gets, when what he we, the ones where he, where he comes in, and he's like, uh, they say, "How many shots do you want in your espresso?" And he just looks at the the barista, and they <sighs> go, <shots>. "Oh, sorry." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's probably some of the best Thai market I've seen in a while. Um, actually, yeah.
0: This, this, you know, this this movie would not have been funded without its several fucking product placement bits. Um, so we got you know Vin Diesel being Vin Diesel. He's fucking generic as fuck. Yeah, and blows stuff up and gets. His... It's not quite as gory as it could be. Like you could go really gnarly with it and just getting blown to shit, but it it kind of pulls back from it a lot. And it's like, oh, it's kind of bloodless because he's he's got these nanites in his blood, so it doesn't. There's not all the. Not... It's not splattery enough. They could have yeah. gone full Robocop squibby with it, but it's all fucking CGI. Particle effect, so it doesn't quite land. Uh, Um, It's when he starts overclocking his nanites, as they call it. When he gets his red, glowy chest. Yeah. He does... He does have to pump himself up. Oh. And sort of do the whole beat in his chest like a gorilla thing.
1: Oh, And it's a bit... It's yeah. a bit
0: on the nose, I think.
1: Actually, I... Th- like, talking about animalist,
0: animalism and sort of aggression. And it's going for something. It's going for a thematic through line. But I was going to say, it sounds, so... it sounds quite moving, really.
1: You, so you'd think that, but again, it's just it's just not fun. Is this the scene where it's implied his cock is out, but he, it's in shadow? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he has his clothing blown off. Yeah, yeah. And you expect him to, like... Stoically
0: walk out of the fire T1000 style, but he comes out of it on all fours. Yeah,
1: sort okay. of like, ooh, 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 ooh,
0: ooh. sort of hooking himself up, and then he gets all super strong. Doesn't get hairy though. It's weird. Doesn't get. Doesn't get um, hairy. Doesn't get hairy. Just gets super strong. Um, Toby Kebbles in it, and we always like seeing him. He's good. Good boy. But, Underused. it's just like oh I'm a mercenary I killed your family no it wasn't me it wasn't me but then you never really find out what his deal was you just find out that the memories were fake so you know they were sent to kill him but they never really go into why evil guy Pierce because spoiler from the trailer that was in the trailer guy Pierce is evil why evil guy Pierce he's getting him to knock off all these people um and they don't even really <laughs> so the way the movie kind of gets away from it but it just seems like his wife wasn't real. And it never really gets into who he was.
1: he's uh-huh.
0: just random person. Um, there are some suggestions that he was fished out of a car wreck. Yeah. So there might be sort of like, uh, some people have speculated that this might be some sort of co-production and uh, sort of Fast and Furious pseudo spin-off.
1: You see, I wouldn't be but surprised. I think, I think it's just a mythology gag. Po- um, possibly, but like they do have that tie-in sponsorship with Toyota. I mean, there are, yeah, there's not quite as many
0: car wrecks and uh, windshield brakes as there are in Black Widow, from what you're telling me, but... Yeah, there's the, still the, some... second most, the second most windshield brakes in all of cinema after the Muppet movie. There's still
1: some vehicular carnage. Um, Does anyone fozzy? No one fozzies. Um, yeah, for, for those who don't know, fozzying uh, was named after an accident where uh, Frank Oz, during the film of the Muppet movie, uh, smashed through the windshield of a, of a Toyota yeah. because he wasn't wearing his seatbelt, um, that's why called fuzzy but There is
0: um, again. There is a climactic action sequence on a bridge, so I guess that's oh, becoming yeah. the flavor of the year, really. Yeah, um, it's year of the bridge. Year of the bridge. Twenty twenty. Year of the bridge in film, um, <laughs> and of course, uh, despite <laughs> again in, in a sort of sort of tonal dissonance that's rife in this film, there is yeah. that sort of lack of uh, any personality in Vin Diesel and his performance until he after trying to be talked down by the fucking um, scientist, is like, I'm the only one who's got the answers. I'm the only one who can give you your old life back. He just <laughs> looks him dead in the eye, and he's, he's just Vin Diesel sort of monotone, just says, uh, take a hike, Mike, and drops him off a bridge. Oh, oh that sounds pretty like, cool, actually. But it's the only one-liner in the film, so it kind of comes out of nowhere. It's just, oh. uh, it's like, oh, okay. that's, that's weird. So it makes me wonder oh. if there's a more sort of zingy cut of this with a bit more humour in it, because if there's one thing that this film is desperately lacking,
1: it is a sense of humour. Um Is it true that every every line bar that the, the, the famous one-liner, um the classic one-liner The, the Infamous one liner, um, yeah. Is, is, it, is it true that the rest of the film, um, Vin Diesel only speaks an iambic pentameter?
0: I, I, I was I lost count on my fingers. Ah, yeah. So I was like yeah. I was like eh.
1: Amongst the explosions, it might be hard to register the the each, as each line kind of.
0: Yeah, there was quite know. there was quite a sort of staccato rhythm to we was, to the way we speaking and he did seem a bit distracted, almost like he was reading off on cue cards or something. But I think we all know that Vin Diesel is a consummate professional and would never do anything like that. As we know, if mm. there is one thing that Vin Diesel is not, it is a candy ass. So that's true. He's I not don't candy think ass. he would lower himself to anything that sort of um
1: candy. Or asked. Um yeah, in, in many ways. But yeah,
0: Bloodshot, if you missed it, that's fine. <laughs> you can continue to miss it. As far, again, I don't know a lot about Valiant as a comic book. So I couldn't tell if there were any sort of Valiant shout-outs. I know there are other Valiant movies in production. Yeah. Um, they've been trying to get Exo War off the ground for fucking donkey's years. Like, since way before there was any talk of doing a bloodshot film. Um, but unless there was some sort of really spurious detail hidden in there, actually I thought it was a missed opportunity. It's like you've got this tech, tech company. Why aren't you having them do like rad armor? But apparently they're just all about injections and sort of nanites and weird vaccines and viruses. There's a bit of bioweapon stuff in here, but again, mm. they don't really get into it. It's it's very surface level. There's no depth to it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's Sony. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, that's their bag. Uh, and the post credit scene, um, ha, do they actually show who's going to be playing Otto Octavius, or is that a thing that they're saving for the you next just film? See the, the sh- the you Sony-verse. just see the silhouette. Ah, right. And, the silhouette. and it's difficult the, the, to tell... The, all, what... all the robot arms, they've been teasing. Yeah, it, yeah it's... And it's yeah. difficult to tell what the what the, um,
0: the design is going to be like, because you can only, like I say, you can only see the silhouette, but it looks like we've got Snappy Claws, which is cool, because I, oh, like, I like oh, a good Snappy, snappy claws. Claw. Snaps, um, snap, claws.
1: Snaps, Snap Claws. Snap, Snap, yeah. Snap, 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 Snap.
0: Um, yeah. And there are six people on the team, mm. and they are called, and there is, a, there is a moment where Bloodshot does look towards another character and say, Uh, there's something sinister going on, but
1: nothing really comes of it. (gasps) I've got a theory. Is it a demon? That's why, a a dancing demon, but I think that's why Jared Leto didn't get the part because they're obviously saving him for the Bloodshot versus the Sinister Six movie. There There was mention of some geneticists that could maybe
0: help him out with getting back his normal life, but I think he's abandoned that. By the end of the film, ah. when he when he eats, Guy Pearce off a bridge, um, kind of becomes immaterial at that point. Um, oh God, I'm really really gassy after that. I'm sorry if that didn't come through <laughs> on mic. Don't worry about it, but if it did, I'm very very sorry. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: speaking about oh, hot don't hair, be
1: don't be burping like that when we're back together no, next week. No, 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 in you, the same room. <laughs> Saving all
0: my farts for you. Um, speaking about hot air, let's move on to our last movie of the week. It's a triple yeah, movie. Week. How often do we do triple movie weeks? Never. That's how much a rare of fucking bumper year 2020's been so far. And we're only at the end of April. We've not I even know, gotten to the summer season
1: yet. Well, some might be thinking, you're a little bit late with this one, with the Bond review, really, but yeah. that's why we're going to go balls deep, spoilers from the top, because it was just hard to get a seat. Like, this this has been this Well has been Also, your packed. schedule's been all over the place with Panto, so it's difficult True. enough to get together to do a
0: record, let alone do a record of a movie that we've both seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bloodshot
1: have been paying for uh, 80% of all screens in every cinema as well. Yeah, Sony really so, put their money behind that. which they is, did, they you they know did. Surprising. But well, they've anyway. announced the Bloodshot Cinematic Universe, and we know that the Sony Spider Man properties are going to tie into it. So it's Which is only weird, a matter think of time. I should
0: throw the Valiant name behind it, but I guess nobody knows what Valiant is.
1: Uh, for all we know, there's going to be a scene at the end of one of them where someone shows up and says, I'm going to
0: talk to you about the Valiant
1: initiative. <laughs> Valiant I wouldn't is put just... it past Sony. Also, I think
0: Valiant's just the name of the company, like Marvel or DC, so. You know, you, you think it'd be easy to use, but we'll see, we'll see. I don't think it's as recognisable. But anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about no, we're
1: talking about the other Sony the, thing, the last
0: <laughs> James Bond movie. Question.
1: I know. Well, I mean, spoilers. There are there are teasers, but. I wouldn't put it past them because you can't top this, really. Uh, yeah. No Time to Die came out a few weeks ago, April 2nd. Um, we're assuming everyone's seen it because, I mean, we couldn't get a, a freaking seat when we had the chance. Yeah, so. if everyone's
0: not seen it, then what have they been doing with their time?
1: But, yeah, for those for those who, who haven't, like, here's the here's the studio-mandated uh, synopsis, just to keep you in the clear. So No Time to Die is the 25th Bond movie starring Daniel Craig, of course, uh, in the role of... James James Jemswado Bond. Uh, Rami Malek is uh, villain Safine. Uh, Leah I think it's Sedu, yeah. Lovely lady from Spectre's back playing Madeleine Swan again. She's also Um, in Death Stranding. Yeah, she is, isn't she? Very good in that. Um, Lashana Lynch makes her debut. Ben Whishaw's back. Naomi Harris is back. Yeah, we got Jeffrey Wright in this one as well. Christoph Waltz is back. Ray Fiennes. A lot 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 of boys and girls playing out. Before in this we get one. into it, on uh, the
0: subject of Jeffrey Wright, you need to get on the fucking Westworld train,
1: boy. I do, I do. I know, I know you've season been busy. four's confirmed, aren't they? They've been on season four's yeah. confirmed. I know you, I, look if if I can find the time in the the coming weeks at any point where I where I have the luxury of just being, you know, stuck at home yeah, and able yeah. to binge stuff, I'll 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 get there. When but you get back you, and you the got a minute to yourself,
0: you jump on that fucking Westworld train boy. I'll give
1: it a go. Is that like the train from Back to the Future part Three? No, is. there's actually a train in it called the Westworld train. Oh, the Westworld train. The Westworld Express. The West... The West Express That's a lie. World. It's not called the Westworld train, but there is a train. <clears> it's um, called Choo Choo McGee. Several um, trains. See, our train of thought is derailed there. <laughs> the murder train. <laughs> murder on the murder train. The murder Express. robot train. <laughs> Thomas the Transformer. Um... No time to die is the twenty fifth Bond movie in the series of Bond films. Not counting, of course, the spoof of Casino Royale and the uh, um, uh, Never Say Never Again. Was that the unofficial one with Connery? I, I can't remember. Forget. Well, it's not unofficial anymore, but we'll get to that. I forget, um, but that's because I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. You seem pretty bowled over by this one. I mean, yeah, um, I've, I've enjoyed
0: James Bond's individual films. Like, I really, really <laughs> like Skyfall and Casino Royale, but mm. like as a franchise, I just. Like, in terms of the inter-movie continuity, I just don't give a fuck. Which, you know, for the most part, neither does... Until Daniel Craig came on board, neither did the production company. (laughs) So...
1: Well, well, yeah, it seemed like Craig was the end game. yeah. Because, uh, uh, well, okay, spoiler free. Uh, five years after the capture of uh, Blofeld, spoiler alert, it was Blofeld, Inspector, James Bond has left active service. He's approached by Felix, uh, his friend and CIA officer who enlists his help in the search for Valdo Obrachev, a missing scientist. And when it becomes apparent that Obrachev was abductive, Bond must confront a danger the likes of which the world has never seen before. Now, we've all all, seen this movie. Yeah, like,
0: there's always a danger that the world has never seen before. James Bond is always (laughs) the only man who can stop it, and he usually gets there by fucking his way there. I mean,
1: the thing is, this film starts showing his last uh, sort of uh, active duty mission uh, after the events of Spectre before everything kicks off. And, of course, in that... In that mission, um, he turns around uh, and uh, uh, says directly to the camera, he he turns direct to the camera, he says, Oh, look, I'm only two seconds away from retirement. What could possibly happen? His third retirement in the Daniel Craig film series, by the way. Yeah. And, And the thing is, his stare into the camera is so intense that everything around him is suddenly like shitting its pants and they don't bo- they don't bother him for those two seconds they don't kill him and they let him walk off and off he goes our title sequence begins theme song by Billie Eilish who um, you know it's 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 weird that she demanded to be in the title sequence mm. but I guess that makes sense considering the title sequence is just close-ups of really baggy tracksuit yeah.
0: hoodies I mean so she it kind does... of works out
1: in a way she... she sort of she pokes out like a whack-a-mole <laughs> between between the folds of the hoodies It's it's odd um, she does, but it makes sense because you know it it, it 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 sounds like her. Like it's too it's too much hurt. Doesn't sound like a Bond track. Uh, it, it sounds like her as in it sounds like Amy Winehouse
0: with Bell's palsy.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god! That's what Billie Eilish sounds like.
1: That's the pull quote. Oh my god! Oh, it's beautiful. Right, so Jay. James being off the grid and retired uh, at the top of the film uh, uh, leads to a lot of opportunities for their new sponsorship deals. And they, I mean, you know Sony, you know the Bond franchise. It can't shy away from it, so they hit the ground running. James is retired. He's living happily. He now drives a Buick Encore. Which I thought was, uh, a, which, you know, it's a move away from the sort of... True. I mean, it's an, it's an SUV, gas, granted. Uh, yeah, yeah. But 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 you see, the high seating position gives a clearer view of the road, which is perfect for seniors and, and people with a history of multiple concussions. It's new Bond yeah. is very safety first. Exactly. And plus, he, he you know, he's not got 20-20 vision anymore. He's He's been punched a lot. He didn't shell out for the extra on star, though, which I thought was a bad move. Um, no no but you know maybe 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 i'm thinking overthinking uh the fact that he could have saved uh some money on, on getting the on star deal because to have it implanted in american dollars to have it implanted would be a further uh two thousand dollars but it's just a thousand extra to have it put into your buick but yeah sure you know he's bond he he lives dangerously he lives dangerously when he's driving his buick encore um safety, buick encore, safety first yeah, uh, and also Buick windshields too. Uh, I heard the first draft that it was Toyota, but they refused, flat out refused to use Yeah, them. I mean, after after the, everything that went down in Black Widow, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, you see, uh, they didn't want Daniel Craig's high insurance. They didn't want him fozzying. Uh For those who don't know, Fuzzying no, is uh, no. it, it's term coined when on the filming of the Muppet movie in the 70s, uh, the the car tilted and, and Frank Oz burst through the windshield of the car uh, because he didn't have a seatbelt on himself or indeed fozzy um which is why we'll never buy toyota windshields guys never buy toyota windshields no, no. Uh, he also does a lot of his food shopping at MS food um because mm. you know he's, he's bond james bond this isn't this isn't just any old bond this is MS james bond <laughs> oh, okay okay uh he's on it's 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 any old
0: james bond it's <laughs> yeah pretty much in a way have, have you seen a james bond movie no spoilers you've
1: seen no time to die you've seen no time to die but well there's some things we haven't seen before i mean it, the slower lifestyle for him at the top is very unique i mean it's not like we've ever seen him sitting out and doing sod all at the start of the movie apart from you know i suppose apart from the start of specter and well I, I suppose as well part from the start of skyfall and away quite and, a bit of skyfall yeah yeah but but he's on decaf tea now um, uh, it's funny because after he puts the milk in, he puts his hand over the top of the cup and he just violently shakes the cup. It's the um, only way you can feel anything. Yeah. Well, he burns himself and over again. It was it wasn't a pleasant way to open the film. He sweat. He was swearing his tits off, mm. which probably explains the last minute change to an eighteen. I guess it, they just didn't want it to compromise their vision by censoring that stuff. Well,
0: I think it was a very it was a very tight shooting schedule. So I think yeah. we, even though they didn't get a sort of controlled performance, they kind of had to work with what they've got. Because the time the time on set with Daniel Craig was limited as per his contract. Oh,
1: it was limited, and, he, and he, he's determined to have his drinks shaken. Yeah, like he, he's he's that in character. Cannot cannot so, stir anything. Yeah, I don't um, I don't even, I don't even think the character of Bond owns a spoon.
0: And it's starting to come out though that Daniel Craig actually pulled a lot of weight on set because
1: mm.
0: you know he, he wanted more creative control in his in his contract, and as per the insurers' uh, demands, he was also on suicide watch the entire time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So he clearly wasn't happy uh, mm. making this film. Um, Which is a shame because, you know, like if you, if you were going every, home every day to Rachel Weisz, you imagine that you'd just be happy in general. But uh, Yeah,
0: but you, you're you unhappy because you have to leave Rachel Weisz at home.
1: True, For and even when they the are day. being intimate, she's wearing that Taskmaster outfit and she keeps insisting on showing him that clip of Jimmy Fallon laughing at her in the Taskmaster yeah. outfit. And Fallon is an erection killer.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's a killer of many things.
0: I can only imagine how hard it must be.
1: Well, it isn't anymore. That's the point. It's it. It's never hard. Because well, allegedly, we don't want to speculate Fallon. on 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 people's sexual health, but we do when Jimmy Fallon is the cause of it. Jimmy Fallon I mean, is you, the you, Jimmy Fallon is the Toyota of people. I think we're not only
0: are we getting off topic of No Time to Die, but we're getting a bit too on topic about your escapades here, Christopher.
1: All right, fine, fair enough. Just but leave Jimmy Fallon out of the bedroom. I if we could leave him out of everything. I'd be a happy boy. Uh, but you know what else makes me a happy boy? Lashana Lynch. Yay! Yeah. Hey. As I represent, dab, dab, dab. Um, Lashana Lynch, of course, there was a controversy around when she was announced as being in the film because people said that she was playing a double O agent. Um, oh, what a shame. We talked a lot about the fact, yeah, she's the new 007. We talked a lot about, you know, good, like 007 is a code name, but it's not the only one, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's fine. But the thing is, what I thought was most striking I remember that you remember the whole screening tense at this point because they revealed that a character was called Nomi um, the actual name of the character but uh, Sony's been insisting in the press like Nomi Nomi the same way they were going like no he's uh, Christopher Waltz isn't Blofeld he's not Blofeld he's not Blofeld um, well, we all
0: know how that turned out
1: yeah but everyone in the screening tensed up because we now know that her name her full name as she says it is Nomi as Jane Bond which is what she says um, in the scene at the at the, at the casino um, called the Royale, funny enough, callback, uh, which Q got really annoyed about in film. Um, in fact, like, the, yeah. whole, the whole film sort of stops for like a 15-minute sequence to show him setting up a Twitter account just to sort of complain about it. Um, I thought it was an interesting way to go with Q making him an MRA. Yeah, or... and an incel. Yeah. Massive incel energy from Q, which is, uh, you know, disappointing. And also disappointing because he's a tech head, but he didn't change his profile picture from an egg.
0: Well, changing your profile picture leaves less time for
1: composing angry tirades. True, true. And I suppose it could be a quails egg, which begins with a Q. So, that well, was let's... more
0: labored than some other stuff in this film, but we'll get to that.
1: But we'll get we'll get to the meat and potatoes, the the bit everyone wants us to talk about because everyone's already seen this by now. They want us to talk about the finale. They want us to talk about act 3. Yeah. The big the big <laughs> sequence. I don't think it landed for me. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, was, I think. I was clenching I think, the whole time from upwards to the downstairs. I think it was just too much. Oh, I don't know. It was just too much going on. I well, wish um, we could probably, probably give some context. Um, yeah. See, it's revealed in Act 3. Again, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, guys. It's revealed in Act 3 that 007 is not the only code name because we finally finally get assembled to continuity we get the confirmation that there has been more than one James Bond because they all come together to fight as a team because uh, remember you, you have, you have uh, Rami Malek's uh, character is, uh, Safin turns to his minion and he says "What all one of him and he goes no sir all 13 and they all come together and uh, it's amazing because we get, and it's, I, I still cannot quite believe they composed the shot together because apparently they weren't all on set, but understandably. Uh, Connery. Well, some of them are unable to be on set. Well, Connery, of course, but they CGI because around his wheelchair. They CGI around his wheelchair, which I thought was impressive because instead of like just sort of putting him on someone else for his introductory, excuse me, introductory shot, my Connerys were coming up then. His introductory shot, it just sort of looks like he's hovering. But he's exhibiting that big um, big dick Connery energy. So it doesn't really matter, I suppose. Well, they could but, always CG a big dick onto him. They could. They could. Oh, but he'd, he'd insist that it be a caber. Um, <laughs> so you've got Connery. Despite the fact that he doesn't live in Scotland or toss cabers. Yeah. <laughs> toss, a, to, toss a caber to your Connery. <laughs> they get Connery. They get Lazenby. But he's only in it for a minute and then he disappears. They get Dalton. They get Brosnan. Craig is in the shop for obvious reasons. They pretend because he can't really get around it that Moore is stuck in traffic. Uh, So he sends his one liners in via a WhatsApp voice memo. Um, But then, (laughs) surprise again, spoilers, spoilers. He shows up, played using motion capture by Venom Let There Be Carnage director Andy Serkis. Which was a. That was a epically
0: well-kept secret because if i was working if i was Andy the circus and i was working on james bond i'd be all over it i'd be like yeah I'm doing a bit of stuff for james bond i can't tell you what wink wink nudge nudge go see james bond also venom Let there be carnage october 2nd 2020 but well he did have that tattooed on his chest
1: <laughs> and i thought it was quite unique that to get the voice for more they sample the fake more voiceover from uh knowing me knowing you um uh-huh. and and also they got uh ben schwartz and, um, oh, somebody, what's his name? Another another comedian. They got another dude in. They sampled their voice sample, basically, to create the sounds of Roger Bill Moore. Hader? Uh, Bill Hader. Yeah, of course, Bill Hader, who famously does impressions of uh, Roger Moore and no one else. Yeah. Um, and then, then the portal opens... And all the future bonds start walking through. And this was the bit where our screening lost their shit. Yeah, this
0: I was really surprised that they went there on this because there's always been some sort of like soft sci-fi elements in in Mm. James Bond, particularly the Brosnan ones where they were getting really weird.
1: Oh god. With
0: that like in fucking Dino the Day with the dude who just straight up changed his race.
1: Yeah. I invented a machine where I can change my race. It's like fucking whatever. and, And at no point does anyone call him Diamond Face, despite the fact he has diamonds in his face. Yeah. But, it's just a missing a big fucking trick there. But through they come, guys. They make up for this. Dan Stevens, Michael Fassbender, Harry Styles, Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet's ventriloquist replica, and Paul Rudd. We, and
0: the thing is about Paul Rudd one that really gets me is, when is it from? Well, apparently... Because he looks younger than he does now. Mm, I think he, Paul Rudd, he just
1: getting younger yeah he's playing the youngest incarnation in this scene yeah um, which is remarkable because he's 72 that's um
0: i don't know what he's doing but i should probably start doing some of it
1: i know because
0: it's working for him
1: it's it's a good look and, and, and it's a good look when he comes through and because and, they get they work together to fight against rami malik's nuclear powered bomber jet and to do it they start climbing all over each other and they combine to make a gigantic, mega bond, which I thought was very sexy. It was beautiful, big, never, big old dick swinging. Um, I you have
0: I've made, never enjoyed a bunch of fucking white dudes clambering all over each other, all sweaty but, since
1: I stopped watching WWE. Play. But that was the that was the boldest choice for me because all these white boys climbing all over each other combined, yeah. and the mega bond was played. By Idris Elba, they've been hiding it under our nose the entire time. They've been keeping it from us. He was always going to be Bond. We just didn't realize he was the Combi Bond, the Com Bond, if you will. Um, I couldn't. I just a gigantic Idris Elba punching a nuclear fighter jet in its in its nose, right in the nose cone. I mean, we thought that they'd sort of arrested the
0: rise into absurdity with the Pierce Brosnan bonds, but I guess it just decided to embrace it again.
1: Balls to the wall, my friend. Balls to the walls. Um, sort of
0: brings the title home—the of the idea that James Bond will never die.
1: He never will because he will always live on in the multiverse. of Bond, yes. and, and and I mean I think I I speak for us both here, but I I, I imagine I'm correct that the best moment in the whole film is at the end of the fight sequence there, where the, the stunt double with Sean Connery's face planted onto him because they use this this new thing that they've got called uh, um what's it uh scarlett johansson technology oh yeah yeah the digital where, scarlett johansson technology. that's yeah. one where, they, where they put sean connery's face on the stunt double and they just sort of attach it round um he launches from the chest of the megabond and mm. p- punches uh, rami malik right between his eyes yelling that classic 007 catchphrase Take a hike, Mike!
0: It was really good to see that again. Oh, like, I've God. not heard that since doctor no. Just the so feels it was really good.
1: The feels when that like just synergy, bookending yeah. it. And I think that's why you think it's the last one. That's why you're getting the vibes, isn't it? It's I like I, a, I think it's the last one. I think I th- I don't know where they can go from here. Well, after,
0: like, after I think credits, that's why they put all the future bonds in, because it means they don't have to do them now.
1: After the credits, they did say Jane Bond will return. Yeah. Which um, I'm all
0: down for. Like, yeah, give
1: me that, give me that series. But uh I, I have already, I mean, we're already hearing rumors that Jane Bond will be played by Daniel Craig and he's not allowed to buy out of the contract to doing it. Yeah. Um, so that kind of sucks, but yeah. Yeah. We'll but that's see. okay. Cause Lashana Lynch uh, is going to do a, a Sean Connery and make an unofficial Jane Bond film that isn't part of the canon.
0: Yeah. I think that's the one I'm more interested to see because like as bonkers as this one got, it was still like a James Bond film. Yeah. So I'm of kind of day. bored of them now.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's anything they could do to excite us, really. Like before or after this one, there's they're, nothing they're, you they're can they're f- do to excite me anymore. I'm dead inside. Oh, well, I'm, you may be I'm dead wizened. inside, but there are live people out there emailing into the show. What? <laughs> Segway. Um, <laughs> all
0: right, so first one comes in in our 200th episode from, emails of the 200th episode. This is from a new new listener. Hey, uh, new listener, name of Sam. Hey, Hi, Sam. Sam. Um, That's me. That's me. They, uh, that's uh, me clapping, Sam. Hey! And they are asking. um, Well, first of all, they're asking us to. They're demanding. Dip into our regular segment. Oh, Matt and Chris, two lifelong Doctor Who fans, reluctantly discuss Doctor Who. Oh,
1: do you know what? I it's weird. In, questions. in these last few weeks, I love how this has basically become our favorite item. Yeah. Um, to the yeah. point where we did that. We did that like multi-part special at the start of March. Where mm. it was just it was just literally nothing but us talking about the Moffat era. That was that was nothing fun. but who. That was fun. I, I think we might now. I think we might have to move, remove the word reluctant at this point. It's just fucking Moffat all the way down. Moffs are popping.
0: Infinite Moffs was my favourite episode. Um. So Sam says, "Hello, Big Damn Cast." Hey Sam, I am a new listener. I have been listening for one month. This is my first ever email. So for my first question lots of firsts I'm loving it the number one is a theme in this week um, I'm starting some big finish because I'm a Doctor Who fan I have listened to the Jupiter conjunction mm-hmm. so what now I need more <laughs> I am open for first second and third Doctor even now the actors are not with us and I need all caps <laughs> Peter Davison <laughs> can
1: I kiss Peter Davison
0: <laughs> looking forward to for your answer <laughs> goodbye boys from Sam. And I'm going to say... Sam. I'm going to say...
1: Sam... I think you've come to the wrong blokes. Well... It's, yeah, we're not the big... We're not the binge boys for Big Finish. But I would... I would Here are my recommendations, as it were. Um, you have an infinite wealth of, like, the first seven-odd years of it on Spotify.
0: Yes. Dive
1: in... That would in. also be my my suggestion. He's, he's dive into what's on Spotify...
0: Don't worry about the order. Just go for the ones with the doctors that you're interested in. Like, there's tons of Peter Davison stuff on there. And Spare Parts is a standout. Everyone says, yeah. oh, Spare Parts is a great one. And they're not
1: wrong. It yeah. is good.
0: So go and have Spare Parts and listen. That'll give you your Peter Davison fix.
1: If you want a doctor um, mix, my recommendation is track down. Digital will be easier than physical nowadays. Um, but, you you know, I mean, you could always go look for the physical copy. Just pop out as you are free to do uh, right now. And go to yeah. your your local music store or, or geek collector shop because they're all open. Everywhere's open right now for you to check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, y- you know they're, they're at a very short distance. Just just get out there, uh, socialise with the clerks and, and and pick up the physical discs. Um, Make sure
0: to you know give them a nice firm handshake.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, as a thank you for the transaction, you know it's not a yeah. euphemism. <laughs> mm. um, I uh, recommend tracking down the short trip. The original short trips compilations. There's four of them. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Different actors reading uh, a story for one, uh, one story on each disc for each of the first eight Doctors. Yeah, uh, they're all between ten and fifteen minutes long, um, and they're a lot of fun. You get a different feel of the different eras, uh, and the the. Uh, if you listen to Gallifrey 4 or uh, Benny Summerfield Epoch, there's a handsome voice actor in a few of those, but I wouldn't recommend those. Not as... that you can tell because they're a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. I, wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't recommend those as standouts because like, they're middle of series, so don't bother. Although Benny Summerfield Epoch is the start of like a whole new run. But anyway, um, my recommendation as a very casual Big Finish listener is start with the 8th Doctor and Lucy Miller stuff. Oh um, yeah, they were. I hear them. i have not still not listened to a lot of them. I, I I hear they were really good. Pop on, pop on over when I get back uh, in a couple of days and come and come and grab the CDs. Can we give me a I big old so hug we're... and a kiss and then grab the CDs? I don't really
0: need an excuse to do that, Chris. But thank you. <laughs> um, I think they're. I think they're. Um, I think some of them are at least on Spotify, so I'll have a look. But yeah, that my advice is just go to Big Finish on Spotify, see what they've got, Dive and in. have a listen to. Have a listen to the doctors you're more interested in. Mm-hmm. See if they're any good. Take note of who the writers are for yeah. each story. And if you like those ones, go after those writers. Mm. That's usually the best way to navigate something as sprawling as this. Corral the writer dra- boys. Yeah, if you if you like one writer's style, go and, and and look them up. I think that's the uh that's the way to go. So hope that help hope that helps you, Sam. This is the way. Um this is the way. And I this- have spoken. This is the way. This one comes in from the the fabulous Dan Rawlings.
1: Oh, Dan Rawlings. Oh, oh, oh. Um, he's got knees. They're the best knees in the world. He sent us a little quiz. Are you ready for this little quiz? A quizzings? A quiz that's all about... A quiz for us. Oh? That's all about us. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Does it count as cheating if we use our own memories? Uh, I think that's the idea oh right fair enough um so he says two thousands episodes by jing
0: here's a little <laughs> here's a little quiz for you both feels like two thousand episodes that i'm not gonna lie um so question one okay who features in the video thumbnail for episode 100 of the big damn quest
1: i know that one do you know that one nope it's jack nicholson's joker Okay, because it was the first um, thumbnail to use our red design, and and okay. I, I, I put I put him in it. It's the, it's it's the one with the brackets, the design we use now. I put him in it, and then about three days later, I went, Do you know what? I could Photoshop his hat popping out over the front of the barriers, and thus created my favorite and most irritating. <laughs> Feature of our yeah, graphics the pop out. The pop he out. He loves it. They look good. Um, they look bloody good, but they take I, forever to make.
0: I'm going to do the answers at the end because I'm going to try and guess some of these, and I don't want to spoil them for myself. Okay. Oh, so we're going to say Jack. Jack Nicholson's joke. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Are you
1: writing them down. Are you write them down. I don't know.
0: Yes. I, I,
1: I can write them um, if you want.
0: I'll write them if you want. You write yours down. I'll write mine down.
1: Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, it's like um, a pub quiz. Yay. Um. Speaking of, we should two. go to the pub in a couple days' time. Let's go to the pub. In fact, yeah. let's go to a Weatherspoon's and have all the things on offer. See, I, mm, as much as I like the convenience of Weatherspoon's, fuck Tim Martin, eat the rich. Um, <laughs> so, oh, God. Imagine, imagine, though, if, if the whole world finally woke up to the fact that he is a, a prick. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I wonder what oh, it would take. Yeah. So question two, uh, which movie was the subject of the first big damn review? Oh my god! Is that so is that Big Damn Review the YouTube I series? I think Big
0: Damn Review the video series. In which case,
1: I think. Oh, I think I know which one that is too. I think if I remember oh, correctly, which I don't. I I am th- writing my answer down. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I don't want to say because I yeah. Just so you know, if you hear the typing, guys, I'm typing in my answers. I'm not. I'm not searching them up. Um, I'm write down my. I'm not. Sure. Oh, be wrong. I think I'm right on this one. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> I think I'm wrong, but I'm writing it down. Um, okay. <laughs> question three.
0: Obviously, a chunk of the show was loaded to Chris's channel, but which Big Damn Cast episode was the first to feature on the then brand-spanking new Big Damn Chanel
1: number five? Oh, I. Mm, I think I might be one number off, but I'm gonna. I'm taking a. I'm taking a punt. I'm gonna guess because yeah, that's true. On, on YouTube, it was all on my YouTube channel, and then uh, yeah. we we gave it a channel. Um, I think I think it was past a year in. Yeah, I think it was past a yeah. year. In. Yeah. So I've guessed. Yeah. Um, oh, this is good because I don't really know.
0: Good. Um, four question four. Yeah. How many videos on the big damn channel have our friendly neighbourhood Spider Man in the thumbnail? Is it a? 14, B, 17, C, 21, or D, 26. How many thumbnails? This is Big Damn Cast, Tom Holland Interview, Let's Plays. How many videos on the Big Damn Channel have Spider in the thumbnail?
1: So what was that? 14, 17? 14, 17, 21, or 26. Okay. Okay. I'm taking a stab at that. All right. All right. I'm taking a stab at it. I don't know any of these. Thank you for the multiple choice Um, on that one, Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, question five. Can you name all four of the big damn commentary subjects so far? So far. So, oh, so that's going to be tricky because there's some that aren't public. yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the ones that are public. Yeah. So it'll be, be the public uh... ones. It'll be the public ones. Uh, is that, it's not in order. It's not in order. Um, because I've just... Wait, that's r- not right. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Uh, uh, oh. Oh oh. <laughs> oh, this is good. Dan, this is brilliant. This is a great question. I
0: appreciate the work you did for this,
1: Dan. It's more than we do for anything. Um <laughs> no, but Dan's Dan's submitting it as extra credit somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like to sort of justify why he's listened to a shitload of us, us talking bollocks. <laughs> question six. Have you done
0: have you done that by the way? Have you got your answers in? Yeah. <laughs> to um Question question six. In episode 113 Charlie joins the boys to review The Meg. But what was the name of the sequel he had in mind? Oh! Now this I do remember, oh. and when I did remember it, it made me chortle quite a bit. Because I'm, I don't think I remember it's this one. <laughs> fucking great. When you remember when I say it, you'll giggle. If it's what I think it is, which I think it is. Um, question 7. Which episode is the most viewed on youtube of the lot
1: oh oh is so that's the most viewed episode of the big Damn cast
0: uh i think most viewed video okay know, most viewed episode yeah i think most that, i think viewed episode i think they're one but and the same
1: the episode i think they're one and the same i can't remember the number but i remember the title Oh, okay. ooh, yeah. Well, this I is think really good. I think
0: it's a good. weird one as well, but I've got to get to that. This Final is question. This really good. Final question. How many people have appeared on Nine is Ten
1: and the Big Damn Cast? So that's uh, the same people don't count. Yeah, how many people? Okay. How so, many so individuals? I'm guessing that includes you and me, then. <laughs> that would include you and me. Okay, okay. Oh, God, I need a moment to calculate this one. Um...
0: Uh, i need a moment to calculate this one uh
1: uh uh, uh, yeah. uh how many episodes of series one or two parties? because it's the same guest on each one uh <laughs> oh shit yeah. and then there's after parties uh okay. okay 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 uh uh i'm gonna say around including you and me um and then uh, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of this going on um, uh uh uh, are we counting? Are we counting Lucy? Because she cameos on Big dumb Cast. I'm gonna count Lucy. I'm gonna count okay. Lucy. Okay. Um, okay. Oof. Oof.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I can't be bothered working out. I'm just gonna take a guess. <laughs> take a punt, love. Take a um, punt. Right. Okay. Answers. That was also, amazing. Also, he signs it off with. Good luck, my dears. And this image.
1: Oh, picture of Tom from the start of um, Dimensions in Time. Fabulous. Oh, she Absolutely hates me. She fabulous. even hates children. <laughs> Fucking love
0: it. Down. Right. That was great. Here we go. <clears throat> Quiz answers. Yes. So, reiterate the question. Question one, h- question one. Who features in the video thumbnail for episode 100 of the Big Damn Quest? What did you answer? I didn't know. I said Jack Nicholson. And it is Jack Nicholson Joker. Hey, or one to Chris because um, it was like, it was a
1: hundredth celebration. So so it's him throwing money in the air from the the trust sequence. Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> question two. Yeah. Which movie was the subject in the first Big Damn review? I said Elite Battle Angel. I thought it was Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, what was it? It's Elite Battle Angel. Hey. Um, <laughs> Woo! Question three. Uh, what was the first episode to feature on the then brand spanking new big damn channel?
1: Total stab in the dark. I think it's because I knew it was past a year and it was toward Christmas. So it would have been beyond 52 by a, a bunch. I've put 67. What did you put? I've, I put episode 56. Okay. What what was it? The answer may
0: surprise you. Oh? It's episode 31 really the drunken doctor who catch-up oh see i thought it was past our first year i thought it was past our first year but it turns out everything feels like longer than what it is because
1: <laughs> time is a lie <laughs> time is a lie well, um, well how do we know we're so busy there's stuff going on all the time right exactly. now we're, we're going everywhere and... um <coughs> oh my question... gosh yeah i assumed it was from our second christmas oh wow okay um question
0: <laughs> question uh, four <laughs> yeah how many thumbnails
1: have Spider Man in them? Uh, it was mult. Oh, yeah, multiple choice. Yeah, I said B seventeen. I said B seventeen. It's C twenty one. Really? Apparently so. Ooh, he's been getting around, our boy, Spidey um, boy. Question five: All the four big damn commentary subjects so far. Uh, I put Amazing Spider Man two. Yep. Meltdown, Red Dwarf. Yep. Blink, Doctor Who. Yep. And the class finale. You're wrong.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, what is it? Because class wasn't technically a big damn commentary;
1: it was an episode. Oh God, was it? Yeah, the four. Oh, big oh yeah, What is it so far? It's not called Big Damn Commentary. It's just called We Do. Yeah. A, it's like commentary for class or whatever. Yeah, the four of them so far. Amazing uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah.
0: Blink. Meltdown. Yeah. And Batman: The Animated Series. Be a clown.
1: Be a clown, of course. Of Which course. I and I got that I actually got that one right oh no so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, class is a separate video it's not a podcast but because it didn't come under the branding we haven't released it we haven't put it in the big damn commentary playlist yes uh, pars- that, pa- that's one reason the other reason is I don't want people to remember it exists because then they'll ask us to do the rest <laughs> um <laughs> Question six. It goes on and on and on and on What was the name of Charlie's pitched The Meg sequel? I couldn't remember for the life of me, so I just wrote The Meg 2 Shark Electric Boogaloo. Oh, no. Go on, what was it? I wrote down
0: Megs on Legs.
1: <gasps>
0: of course. And it was indeed Megs on Legs. Oh, Dan's put
1: Megs with Legs. Megs with legs. But I think it was Megs on legs. <laughs> I, I remember it now, now that you've said it, because I remember we asked people to draw it. <laughs> so, <laughs> question seven. Oh, God, yep. Which episode is the most viewed? It's a big damn cast, and it's uh, how Inside Number no. Nine fooled us all. Yeah, I can't remember the episode n- num- name, yeah. uh, number, but I just put down the Inside Number no. Nine episode. It's and, the early it-
0: hundreds. Yeah it's episode one two three how inside number nine tricked us all
1: yeah that's the one because it's one that at the time did all right and then like a a month later chunked up
0: and it keeps chunking up yeah i I don't get it but hey i'm glad um number eight how many people oh fuck off google assistant Um, (laughs) stop helping him (laughs) <laughs> question number eight, final question: How many people have appeared on Nine Is Ten and the Big Damn Cast? Right. So for those now, who don't know, I read this wrong. Yeah, and I thought it was how many people have appeared on the show in total. Right, but it's not. It's how many appear people have appeared on both shows.
1: Okay. Oh, so so like so, for example, uh you on Big Damn Cast and you on Nine Is Ten would count as two. Yes. Right. No. 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 no, 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 no. Oh, that counts as one.
0: How many people have appeared on both shows? Oh, not, not yeah! I got, have, not I got. How many like people in wrong. total okay. have appeared so between the two shows? People, how many people have appeared on Nineties Ten and the Big Damn
1: Cast? People in total, I like, calculated fifteen, but as, as I calculated a calculated fifteen. Okay, so let's cause let, okay, so so because let okay, so let's have a stab. How many people? So have you seen the answer? Yeah, I've seen the answer. So don't I'm don't tell me. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can think it. So, um, so you and me—that's two. Yep. Guy, because he, he appeared as Santa Claus on Big Damn Cast. Yep. Um. Uh uh Billy Tracy's been on both. Yeah. Dan sherrett has been on both because he makes a cameo in yep. uh in in uh, at the end of a commentary in Nine is 10. Yep. Uh uh I I think that's it. I think it's those the five. I think those are the five Is that crossovers. your final answer? That's my fival answer.
0: Then you are correct. It's Yay! five. Um me you Billy Dan okay hey. um so yeah that's it well done you won the quiz because you got actually got more than two questions right i did not um it's
1: my gift my curse who am i
0: i am me man
1: i'm i'm <clears throat> spider-man
0: um speech, Spider-Man. <laughs> i'm alan spider-man
1: uh, he's a good man is alan spider-man do you know what i need to find the time to do a spider-man stream like yeah. just find the time to play through the whole thing, but I'm just so busy at the minute. When I get what home, maybe I'll find time. What you should do
0: is you should do, you should do it in costume as well, because I know you've got bits of Spider-Man <laughs> costumes that's hanging not, around. That's not a bad idea. Maybe a laugh.
1: That's not a
0: bad idea. I'll try it if I can if I can make the time. I don't know. I just, gloves might be a little awkward with the controller.
1: I don't know. I've not tried. But um, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that was um, that was fun. Thank you, Dad, and and thank you everyone listening to this for. Yep. Sticking 200 with us, two hundred. I mean, nearly four years of of content, uh, because Mister Content must feed, he and must feed. Uh, he must feed. Yeah. He's a hungry boy. We are coming up on four years. Four years in in eight eight week. Um, and for those who've joined along the way, we'll save all the sentiment for two hundred eight. But like for those who've joined along the way, for those who've been here from the beginning, thank you for taking the time to listen to this gubbins. Yeah. Um and, and do you know what? I I'd love to I'd love if in the next like week we could all get together in the same place and just have a big old group hug.
0: Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be lovely.
1: Nice. So uh, we might post some might post some details on that on the social media, which you can get in touch with us at any time on Twitter at Big Um you can of course email us bigdamcontact at gmail.com. You aye, can aye. watch our gaming streams on twitch.tv slash big you can see the big Damn channel on YouTube for everything in video form. Aye aye Captain And if you want to support the show In any way possible We greatly appreciate it Head to patreon.com Slash big damn cast There are several tiers Very tiny ones To slightly less tiny ones You get loads of different perks uh, And you would be you would be keeping me and my boy uh, Fed while we produce this nonsense We would absolutely love that Uh, A treat Um, But uh, until next time I've been Chris I've been Mark. And take a hike Mike (laughs) Uh, our classic catchphrase that's the one
0: bye!